I'm Donica Contour, and this is Naptime Devotionals, Episode 20, Strengthen the Church, Studying Doctrine and Covenants, Sections 23 through 26. Welcome to Naptime Devotionals, a Come Follow Me study for busy moms. I'm Donica Contour, your host. I'm a mom of four kids, wife of a high school theater teacher, and my favorite show to binge watch is Murder, She Wrote. All right, I am just grateful to be able to even record today. My computer's been acting crazy, so if there's suddenly one week where you look for an episode and there's no episode that week, it's because my computer crapped out on us. And I'm hoping that we'll be able to get our tax return back and that our computer will work long enough that we can get a new computer and there will be enough overlap that we never miss an episode. So let's jump into this. So Doctrine and Covenants sections... Section 48, section 24, wow, my brain, I'm telling you guys, section 24, verse 8, and Doctrine and Covenants, section 121, verses 7 and 8. I wanted to talk about these. Um, I feel like it's really important to note that Heavenly Father and Christ see the whole picture, right? They're well aware of everything that we're going to go through, and they're aware of everything that's necessary for us to go through. Um... And they know the entirety of our lives. And this was actually, this is something I struggled with um, when I was growing up. I couldn't figure out how, how was everything not predetermined? If, if Heavenly Father and Christ knew everything we were going to do before we even did it, before we even came to this earth, right? Like the whole 116 pages, right? Heavenly Father prepared for that long before Joseph Smith was even, even a speck in the universe, <laughs> um, he prepared for that eventuality. Um, and how? How did he prepare for that when Joseph Smith and, um, uh, not David Whitmer. Anyway, how did he prepare for all that Martin Harris before any of it even happened? Well, because Heavenly Father is a parent. Um, once I became a parent, I, it became apparent to me how this works. And for me, the way I understand it is Heavenly Father is our parent. He knows us so well that even though we 100% have our own choices and we 100% are in charge of our lives in terms of our agency and how we we decide how the course of our lives are going to go. But Heavenly Father knows us so well that he's pretty sure he also knows how it's going to go. Um, and then also just the nature of humans, right? The human beings in general, not always, in general, we pick the absolute worst thing for us <laughs> almost every time, right? Um, I'm reading Little Women right now, and I see this a lot in here where they're like, oh, if only I could laze about and I didn't, I could just, Joe says something about how she would just, eat apples and read books all day long. And so Marmy lets them do it. She gives them their little experiment. She gives them a week to just do whatever they want. They don't have to do their chores. They can just do whatever they want. And after about a week of it, they're all tired of it, but they don't want to admit it. And anyway, she's, she's a very good mother. Um, I'm taking notes on her parenting as I'm reading Little Women. Um, but I feel like Heavenly Father does the same thing to us. He's like, I know that you think that this is what you want. You think that you want to 
lays about all day and just watch Netflix and not worry about washing dishes or laundry or, you know, you don't want to worry about having to do any kind of work at all. You just want to chill out. And um, that's okay. You can try that. See how that goes. And when we try it, we discover it's fun for like a day or two. And then you get kind of bored and you're like, okay. Um, my sister-in-law and I talked about this because she had to be on bed rest. I think it was with her first kid. She had to be on bed rest for a little bit. Um, and she got a lot of crocheting done. She goes, but after about two or three days of it, she was done. She's like, I'm going to lose my freaking mind. <laughs> and I always hoped through every single pregnancy, I was like, please put me on bed rest so I could take a couple of days off. But I also know that the first day or two would have been really nice. And then I would have started to go stir crazy, not being able to like get up and do things. Um, because... Because Heavenly Father knows us, right? It comes down to Heavenly Father is our Father. That is not just a figurative term. It is a literal term. He is our Father of our spirits. He knows us better than we know ourselves. And so He is aware of everything that's going to happen to our lives and the choices that we are most likely going to make. Um, and He... And I, I... In some ways... Like, I remember being a kid reading this and being like... Well, that's messed up. And as an adult, I actually find it very comforting that Heavenly Father knows me so well. He knows what I'm going to do because it means that I can turn to him and be like, okay, how do I fix this? Or tell me what to do next because I know you're going to make better choices than I do. And as long as I follow the Spirit, the Spirit makes way better choices than I on my own make every single time. So... If you're not sure what to do, pray about it and then follow whatever the Spirit tells you to do because I promise it's going to be better than whatever it was you thought you were going to do by yourself. Um, that's my little top tip for today. Okay, moving on. Um, Mosiah 24, 14 through 15. Um, this is another point I, I thought of while I was reading this is Heavenly Father and Christ are fully capable of removing our burdens from us 100%. But, and I actually thought specifically, I think it was Elder Bednar gave a talk about um, somebody getting stuck in the snow with his truck. He couldn't, he couldn't move it. He had got driven up into the mountains to get wood and then he got his truck stuck and he's like, oh crap. Well, he's like, well, while I'm here, I'll just, I might as well chop the wood while I'm waiting for help um, or something. Anyway, so he chops all the wood, he loads it into his truck and then is able to drive no problem because his truck didn't have traction when it had no burden. It, the burden was necessary to move the truck. Um, and so I think sometimes, like I said, our, our human nature is we don't want things to be hard. We want things to be easy. We want to skate through life. We want it to be, you know, this fairy tale picture perfect ending, which by the way, if you read the original fairy tales, not picture perfect endings, they're re very real life endings. Um, but we don't, we don't want burdens. We want somebody to take away our burdens. Um, and that's actually not what we need. What we need is sometimes we need help carrying our burdens, but we don't necessarily need them removed from us because they are very necessary for us to have traction to get to where we need to go. Um, the whole point in Heavenly Father in Christ coming is, is so that, or having us come here is, is, um, so we can get back to them, Right. So one of the talks it recommend the Come Follow Me recommends reading is Continue in Patience by Elder Uchtdorf. Um, this is from April 2010 General Conference. 
Um, I wasn't married yet, actually. We didn't get married until um, August of 2010. He says, knowledge and understanding come at the price of patience. Um, and I think that that's brilliant because whether whether you're looking at this secularly or spiritually, it's true. It is 100% true that if you want knowledge, if you want understanding about something, you have to put in the time. You have to be patient. Um, this is something that I tell, I tell my kids all the time. Like you, cause Julia, especially right now gets really frustrated when something doesn't, when she can't do something right the first time. And I told her that she struggled with this, especially when we first started school, because, um, she would write some of her letters backwards or the numbers wrong or whatever. And she would just get frustrated. Like, Oh, I can't do this. And I said, honey, you're going to have to be terrible at it first. Like, this is why we practice. This is how we get better. We practice over and over again. And the more that we practice, the more that we get better. And then we eventually get it. You know, I couldn't always write. I couldn't always read. Um, reading was one she got really frustrated with. And lately it's been, she'll just laugh at it and go, oh, mom, that, that S got silly on me again. Cause she tends to write her S's backwards sometimes, but um, I think it's important to note that there is a price for knowledge and understanding and it is patience. And I love, I love that. And so I think our trials and our patience through those trials are very necessary to our eternal salvation and heavenly father and Christ aren't going to remove them from us because that would completely defeat their purpose, right? Their purpose is to bring to pass the immortality of man. And if they remove our trials from us completely, they are removing their, our ability to earn and learn our way back to them. Okay. Um, the next talk I want to reference is an especially noble calling by Joy D. Jones. This was from the April 2020 conference. Um, and she says the Lord's loving influence through the Holy ghost helps us knows, know his priority for our progression. Heeding personal revelation leads to personal progression. Um, and I think if, for me, at least it can be really overwhelming to figure out what I, I feel like there's all these parts of my life that I need to improve on. Um, but there's also all these things that I want to try and like, I think it'd be so cool to own a bakery and I think it'd be cool, um, to get my books published and I think it'd be cool to do this and to do that. Um, but then there's also things that just like need to get done, like the laundry and the dishes and changing all the bums, you know? And so it's hard for me sometimes on my own to find a balance and then to prioritize in a way so that I'm accomplishing things, but also, and not just putting out fires all day. Um, and it can be really overwhelming to feel like I need to get all the things done right now. And I found that when I pray about it, when I talk to Heavenly Father about it, I, he guides me. He guides me and he lets me know what it is I need to be working on. Like, like this podcast, for example, is something I was really struggling. I really wanted to study my scriptures more but I wasn't sure how to do it or like I, you know, anyway. And I remember when I felt the need to give up the business I was doing before I started the podcast, I remember thinking, but I don't want to, I really enjoy this business. And I remember the gentle nudging and I kind of ignored the nudging. And then we had general conference and I literally felt like <laughs> president Nelson was staring at me 
through the television being like, Donica, I'm looking right at you. I can see into your soul and I am telling you, you need to follow the spirit. So I was like, okay, okay. So I did it. And then I felt like it was, I should also start this podcast about the same time I ended um, my business. And it has been really cool. I'm still not sure why I gave up the business, but I'm loving the podcast. And I don't know if it was just trading one for the other or what. Um, But I think it's important to follow the spirit um, because I find when I do, the things that I want to do, the things I need to improve on, the things that need to get done, all somehow flow and like seamlessly together and in a really beautiful way where I feel like this. Everything just the stars kind of align and it's not like everything suddenly becomes Mary Poppins and is rosy and super califragilistic expialidocious, but it does feel more peaceful and more calm and less, I feel less like an angry cat, <laughs> if that makes any sense at all. So I wanted to read one more, um, by sister Jones. She says women wear many hats, but it is impossible and unnecessary to wear them all at once. The spirit helps us determine which work to focus on today. And this is something, um, that I think we forget, but heavenly father and Christ are very aware of. They are heavenly father and Christ are eternal beings. We as human beings are finite beings. We are not infinite. We are finite beings. Our spirits are infinite, right? Our spirits are eternal, but our bodies and our physical capabilities are finite. We only have so much to give. We only are capable of doing so much. Um, and I think that they're very aware of that. We only have the strength mentally, physically, um, emotionally to do so much in a day. Um, I'm going to read Doctrine and Covenants, uh, section 24, verse 9, um, because I think that this, this illustrates it perfectly. It says, and in temporal labors, thou shalt not have strength for this, um, and in temporal labors, thou shalt not have strength for this is not thy calling. Attend to thy calling and thou shalt have wherewith to magnify in thine office. And I think it's important to note that sometimes I've never thought about it like this until studying this for this podcast, for this particular episode, that sometimes our strength, think about it like our talents, right? Like for me, I recognize that I'm easily, I easily am okay with the idea that I don't have to be able to do all the things because I don't have talent in all the things. Like I enjoy singing, but I wouldn't say I'm talented. Um, I enjoy, there's plenty of things I enjoy doing that I don't necessarily have any natural talent or gift for. Um, singing is one I think of because I really enjoy doing it and I can, I can carry a tune. Um, but I can't, I can't, I, I, my voice doesn't have that great of a capacity. Um, and I just think it's, it's important to recognize that there are some things in this world that we can only accomplish through help, 
We cannot accomplish them on our own, and it is important for us to be humble enough to ask for that help and allow for the circumstances for somebody else to serve us because it's necessary for them to be able to use that strength of theirs to serve others. Just like it's necessary for us to get out of our own bubbles and to serve others and use our strengths to further um, the help of others, um, it's necessary for us to allow that same space in our lives for other people to serve us. Um, so one thing I wanted to talk about with the plan of salvation is I feel like the main thing I got throughout this entire lesson, um, reading through all these various scriptures was the plan of salvation is not complicated. It's very simple, but it's not easy. Um, in sister Jones's talk, I don't know if you guys remember, there was the video of the prophet talking to a bunch of little kids, um, with sister Jones. And so at one point in that video, he says, it takes effort, a lot of hard work, a lot of study, and there's never an end. That's good. That's good because we're always progressing. Even in the next life, we're making progress. Um, and I think it's important to recognize that, that, um, it, it's not easy. We're, it's not supposed to be easy. We're supposed to move forward and we're supposed to struggle because that's how we learn. That's how we grow. Right. Um, um, Elder Uchtdorf says, Patience is not passive resignation, nor is it failing to act because of our fears, um, because our fears, yeah, because of our fears. Patience means actively waiting and enduring. It means staying with something and doing all that we can, working, hoping, and exercising faith, bearing hardship with fortitude, even when the desires of our hearts are delayed. Patience is not simply enduring. It is enduring well. Um, and ultimately for me, when it came down to the application, it came down to patience and prayer. I was thinking about it. I'm like, I should come up with like the three P's, three P primary answers. <laughs> One of the, patience, pre prayer, and maybe that's what it'll be. Patience, prayer, and primary answers. <laughs> but, and I think, um, I mean, I feel like there's a running joke in the church that you don't pray for patience because <laughs> then you're going to get all the trials. But at the same time, I think it's important to understand that patience isn't necessarily, it doesn't always feel good, at least in my experience, me exercising my patience. Sometimes it feels good. Um, sometimes it feels uncomfortable and hard. And it's like this, this uneasiness I have to sit with because I'm a go-getter. I want to go. I want to do the things. I want to talk about. If there's a problem, I want to I want to hit it straight on. I want to talk about it. I want to get it out in the air. I want to I want to fix it. I'm a fixer. Um, but there's some things I just can't do, and the only way I can deal with them is patience. And I feel like growing a garden last year was a really good exercise in patience for me. Because I was literally checking on my tomatoes every single day. Like, are they ready now? How about now? Are you ready now? How about now? <laughs> like a five-year-old. Um, and ultimately for me, I feel like it's okay 
to pray for patience because I'm going to be tested one way or the other. And so at least when I'm praying for it, I'm actively remembering that I asked for this as opposed to having it thrown at me and having to learn it anyway. Um, so my advice to you for this week is pray, have patience, and I promise you'll get through it. <laughs> we will all get through this crazy, crazy, crazy life. Um, and I will talk to you next week.